From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into the most ridiculous podcast in sports pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now, let's crack open this cold May Day beer and let's get after it. Don't forget, Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brewery, the official beer of Pucks Out Podcast. And you can check them out in Murfreesboro on December 28th, where. We will be hosting Bingo. It will be a great holiday what? extravaganza. What? Where I I know. Where I'm just a surprise. I'm surprised, and I'll I knew be there. I want to show up. Will Will you? So I'll be there too. I'm, I might swing by. That sounds like a time, by. dude. You think I'll make any friends? Uh, you know what? I guarantee it. Okay. I okay. guarantee it. I, you, know, you know, I've tried every time to not yeah. make friends, Bobby, to prove you wrong. But every time, make friends, buddy. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you know, know, we're like the Joseph A. Banks of friends. They guarantee you, you like the way you look. We guarantee okay. you'll make friends. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. I uh, that that is their slogan. So <laughs> I'm excited. I didn't know that we were the Joseph A. I feel like that's a little fancy for us. Um, you know, I mean, I don't feel like. I mean, I'm not saying Joseph A. Banks are to the top of the line, but I'm also saying that we're probably like more like thrift store suits. Um, and, you know, and you get what you get type of deal and not <laughs> and, you know, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, where where thrift stores, their slogans are more like they they'll guarantee you something. You, you'll you'll experience you something that's I you'll feel have like <laughs> I feel like that's more our speed of what we should yeah. be guaranteeing, Bob. We we guarantee you, you will certainly have a feeling. But all right, let's uh, jump right into it. Check us out on Patreon, Twitch to support the show. We've got a, a good bit to cover. Uh, for those, we, we if we didn't already tell you, happy Thanksgiving to all of our listeners. Uh, happy belated Thanksgiving. We are now into uh, December when this comes out. Uh, we're in the holiday season. It's officially okay them. now to put up. Yeah, okay. We yeah. told them. We uh, it, it's officially okay to finally put up your Christmas lights. Uh, for those of you that put it up before, it's Thanksgiving, okay. shame on you. Don't don't listen. To it. He doesn't know. And so it was always okay. listen to me. Thanksgiving. To me. To, hey, if Thanksgiving wants you to not put up its your Christmas lights, Bob, then it should come up with its own lights, and then we'll put up Thanksgiving lights, and then we'll put up Christmas light. But until then, it should just become superior, dude. It's a garbage. It it's it's. Thanksgiving is the baseball of holidays, Bobby. It refuses to change and update with the times. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So if you want to do that, that's okay. It's got its it's got its spot. But let the rest of the sport shine, dude. Don't be the old timer at baseball. Well, I remember when Shoeless Joe Jackson played baseball and stabbed 32 people with his cleats. Yeah, well, <laughs> people don't do that anymore, old man. And that's why people hate your sport. So. I'm sorry, I got a little aggressive there, Bob. We're supposed to be thankful. We're supposed to be happy. Uh, you, I, you, your opinion is valuable to you, your friends. <laughs> How are you this week, bud? 
I'm doing good, man. Um, just super busy uh, with with work, but um, you know, pushing through, playing a lot of playing a lot of Xbox lately. You know, no particular nice. reason, just uh, just getting the just getting the gaming in uh, when I have the have the opportunity. But you know, fantasy football coming. You know, always stressful this time of year, coming close to playoff time. You know, you're trying to trying to get in and everything there. So. But just, you know, watching football, watching sports, hanging out, you know, ready for Christmas, dude. I honestly think that we should, as a society, just shut it, everybody, just shut it down. Like, we operate on the school approach. I'm not saying we need a full summer vacation like we're Europeans or something. But, uh, you know, just shut it down from Thanksgiving to, you know, to, to January 1st. You know, I mean, everybody, you know what they do this time of year anyway? Let's let's circle back to this around you know the beginning of the year because nobody yeah. wants to deal with it. The yeah. whole last month of the year should just shut it down. Everybody, you know, go on about their way. Uh, we'll you know we'll make some essential workers because we need some stuff. But like people like restaurants and stuff that we'll need, you got to pay them like triple, dude. Because everybody's off. Yeah. Everybody's out here. Everybody's catching vacay funds, dude. And then we'll give servers off like like you know we'll give them like february off like that will be the server month you know they can have how you know valentine's day and, and stuff but then that's because you know we'll just not eat out on february how about hey, that that's uh, a that's a it. sacrifice i'm willing to willing to make for the i feel like good. though we should give them a month off that like a longer I feel like month we should give them a well, I was gonna say a summer month because then people Ooh. a month that people are cooking out outside no. doing Ooh, their own you're cookouts. You're kind of forcing family. You're kind of. I, I get what you're saying. It was more of I'm just thinking about this personally. Like, uh, you know, uh, what summer month are you are you willing to take up that you're not gonna be like, man, I want to order a pizza, dude, or I want to go get some wings. And then there's just not many that I'm. Willing well, I guess. To. I, okay. Well, I in my head I was thinking sit down restaurants. I figured pizza places can have their own. Oh, okay. Yeah, we all right. So we're really gonna start classifying this where it's just like, oh, it's February, no pizza this month. And you know, that's okay. Yeah. I can I can get on board with that. I can still yeah. go get. You can still rolls. go to like Blue Coast Burrito or something. You yeah, know? we'll classify. We'll we'll do that. We'll do that with like restaurants, and we will give them. You know, we'll we'll base it. Like, there's no way you give up. You know, you give me, you give Mexican restaurants may off you know what i'm saying like there's times that things yeah. just don't make sense for you to yeah we can work they may out. disagree and say that, that that's their holiday and they that's should have it all no but no because they because you know what we hear from spanish people all the time bobby americans are the only people that celebrate cinco de mayo so perfect so we appreciate good. it yeah, our good. holiday it, yeah. it, it's it's something that happened in your history but we celebrate it as a holiday so we get yeah. it you know this is like the, it's like the racial draft that uh dave Chappelle did you know what I'm saying? Uh, the Spanish people have decided to select Mayoff, and then people are pissed. So this is not going to be a draft type thing. We're going to have to commissioner this into existence for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but, okay. Well, how have you been right. doing, bud? <laughs> I haven't even doing, asked that. So. <laughs> been doing absolutely fantastic. Uh, exciting. It's been a long week. Uh, you know, uh, getting ready for midterms, both that I'm that I'm, I'm giving the midterms I'm giving and the midterms I'm taking. So and they kind of coincide around the same time. So just just been busy. Uh, I have a uh, couple papers to write this weekend and then, you know, but one class I did. I did just get my final grades in one of my uh, college classes. So that that's one less class that's done. You know, she was very nice. And she said, you know what? We're going to wrap it up at Thanksgiving. 
Nice, dude. Last, it's super yeah, nice so that, that you nice. got that you got that credit, you know, for that pass fail walking class that you're doing, dude. That's a super. Yeah. High. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. It. Yeah, we all so did our mile you, walk. <laughs> you say that as a joke, but no, when I'm I was not. An undergrad. I I did yeah, take walking a walking is for, for fitness real. class as an undergrad. Walking yeah. was was the, was one of the was one of the prominent because of my major. And it was an online walking for fitness. But for, because of my major, I never had. Not that it was like a luxury. You got one credit. You probably paid out the wazoo for that one credit, and so we never really had an. I never really had an opportunity to work one of those one credit do nothing classes. You know, not that you yeah. did nothing, but walk. Even if you did all the oh, assignments, it was. But even if you did do something, the assignments. Are just just walking, you know what I'm saying? Like you just yeah. walked, dude. It's like that's not you yeah. didn't learn anything. Like yeah. So I never got an opportunity, to, but I knew people that did that. You know, Brandon Wheeler, who was going for his like physical education degree, so he did all of that stuff, but then he never did the education stuff. So he so <laughs> my man just got out with like a physical degree, which was just <laughs> like. <laughs> So he could go back and like add to that very easily. But like, otherwise it's just the funniest thing ever. Cause a lot of times all you need is the degree, you know, obviously not to teach, you would need to, to gather the additional stuff. But if he's not teaching, having the physical education part is no different than the physical part. Like, Hey, you're not going to yeah. have to educate people here, but you are going to have to move. So you're prepared. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, the, I took a couple of those classes only because there was a lot of times where in order to keep my scholarship, I had to be full time. Sure. Classes I'm not. Hey, no judgment to be. No yeah. judgment. This so was not that was took, not a me. You know, wow, wine wine appreciation. Walking was, for fitness. I took yeah, jogging for fit. Surprisingly, walking for fitness and jogging for fitness. Two separate classes. No, that's Which those are two, di- two different things. That's yeah. not crazy, Bob. That's those are two different things. <laughs> Completely. You're like, man, the English class for The Wire and the English class for Harry Potter. Can you believe it? They have two different classes for that. Like, yeah, those are not the same. I would like to, not the I same would like to, I would like to see them combine those classes, though. That would and they, but not in a way which you do. Oh, half the class is Harry Potter, half the class. How yeah. they fit in yes. with one another. How 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 J.K. Come Rowling yeah. actually modeled <laughs> modeled her. Oh, same universe is good. I, I disagree that it was same universe, though, and there's one reason for that, Bobby. It's because not once in the Harry Potter series did somebody mention, man, Michael Jordan and the Bulls, they're having a run, huh? Because it took place like 98, 91 to 98. You're telling me not one, not Kingsley Shacklebolt did, wasn't like, yo, the Bulls, though, they're looking they're looking good, dude. Jordan, he's the best ever. Yeah, I'm just saying. So it more I'm saying J.K. Rowling wrote her book based on The Wire and they the social implications of it or something like that. That's more what I'm thinking, like they combine <laughs> learning about both. I like it. I like it. Uh, quick fit check. Uh, what you got? Uh, you know, just still got the, you know, the, the, the nice pullover, dude, the I'm fancy, but I'm not at work type of deal. Um, and then the pucks out hat. I see that, um, see that we're kicking it old school. You went with your, your, your COVID-19 hat and that's making a nice little, nice little comeback, dude. And so I have the pucks out hat, which started, I I don't want to say it started COVID, but it might have, it could have, it's around the right same time. It's, I don't know it, cause and effect it, that well. It's comeback season, and I'm taking the team that I think is going to make it to the ship. All right, okay. I think they they're they're due That's for a comeback. Okay, I, I think I think COVID nineteen goes for the three peat. That's smart. 
Lakers Lakers in the bubble for the win. That's the only time they can win yeah. it. <laughs> uh, but all right, let's hop into the news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. Corey Perry has been kicked off the Blackhawks for undisclosed reasons. Rumors that some people say are disgusting rumors that we say are just rumors. But are they? Is that he banged Connor Bedard's mom. And, you know, uh, the Blackhawks organization has come out and said it absolutely did not happen. And that the players know nothing about this. Well, you know what? They said the same thing about all the other allegations that they covered up for years. Absolutely. Why are we supposed to believe them now? I was going to say the reason that this is a problem for Corey Perry is because it was consensual and it wasn't forcing uh, something up somebody else's butt. If that happens, you do that. You're good. dude. You're in the clear. Uh, But we were talking about it. I'm not a Corey Corey Perry fan. That's a soundbite. What? That. Yeah. I'm not a Corey. I'm not a Corey. I'm not a Corey Perry fan. But if this is true, then what an absolute joke, dude. What an absolute joke. Uh, If, you know, again, they're consenting adults. What does it matter on an inappropriate thing on the mom? What does it matter if it was a mom's trip or whatever, dude? What if he was get? what if he was he married her or, you know, I don't know her situation. I don't know if she's like married already or whatever, but it doesn't matter. Because she's married. He's married with kids. So. Again, but we don't know their situation. It's not a reason to kick somebody off of a off of a hockey team. Is all I'm saying. Like, oh unless, man, unless it's in his contract, we don't know his contract. Okay, it, you it think? Have it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Corey Perry's agent, silly enough to have him sign a morality clause. You are a fool, Bobby. You are a well, fool. Well, it could also be. In- it, it could also be in Connor Bedard's contract that if anybody bangs his mom. Specific, okay, that's fair. That's fair. They're immediately off the team. I can I could get on board with that. But I mean, let's be real. If it's true, if Connor Bedard's mom banged Corey Perry, Bobby, Bobby, Connor knew who his mom was, bro. He would have never wrote that in the contract, dude. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Um, my so big we, thing do, was, we do have some news about this. So we okay. do have an update. Okay. Um, Perry was placed on unconditional waivers Tuesday for the person to terminate his contract. The Blackhawks called Perry's behavior unacceptable and said it violated both the terms of his contract and internal organizational policies that are intended to promote professional and safe work environments. Corey Perry has um, submitted himself into uh, rehab and, seeks, and seeking professional help for uh, sex addiction, narcotics, narcotics, narcotics and alcohol and other others the sex he's, sex he's pulling the uh tiger woods approach yeah that's sex addiction um uh, you know it's a very big thing you know some people are 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 sex addicts for sure like they can't live without it they got to do it they'll you know do anything but like other people are just probably you know just professional athlete men that have money like tiger woods and Corey Pe- tiger woods maybe he was getting a little some of those waitress <laughs> pictures and stuff that were coming out they were getting a little rough i might follow him but like connor bedard's mom is hot dude just like him banging her doesn't like yeah. make you a sex addict for sure uh my question is bobby that what a weird internal policy that says 
you can't bang another teammate's mom. These are grown men. Like it's only Connor Bedard that's like 18 and has like a younger mom. Like everybody else is like 40, dude. You're telling me I can't go bang, you know, that, you know, uh, what Brad Marchand's mom, you know, like, I mean, what, what are you talking about? She's like 60, dude. If, my question would be if Connor Bedard banged Corey Perry's mom, would he be kicked off the team and put on unconditional waivers? Okay, well, so that answers your question. There is absolutely no way. It's it'll be very funny how that policy shifts when when it's a when it's not Corey Perry, dude. I would imagine that this is a very liberal. You're telling me that I would how, like to how say long, that for the sake of for our listeners, the banging the mom thing is a bit. He didn't bang the mom. I just yeah. want, I do want to go on yeah. record and say that this is a bit because people yeah. listen like yeah yeah he and like I so just so you guys yeah. at, it's a at rumor. Home, though, he it's did, the only rumor yeah. we have. That's what I'm saying. If yeah. this is true, then what I'm saying is if that's why he got kicked off, then there's absolutely no way that Bedard gets kicked off for banging Corey Perry's mom, and that's. For real, but what I'm saying we should do to even this out is we should do just that. We don't have any contract litigation problems or anything like that. Bedard, you just get to bang Corey Corey Perry's mom, and then we call it square. But I was just imagining the situation. They're at practice, dude. They're playing, and Connor Bedard, this 18 year old kid that can't even go buy cigarettes, you know, has you go buy his dip for him and everything. Just absolutely lays you down like trashes you bro make you makes you look silly in front of everyone and in that moment Corey perry said i'm gonna bang his mom <laughs> and he's like mom trips coming up dude you're done brother you're done so i i, I would imagine that's gonna be some nice trash talk for teams yeah. for years to come there, yeah there are two teams currently in uh talks with his agent about bringing him on the edmonton oilers and the natural predators yeah, I mean, hey, look, I'm not a Corey Perry fan, but I want him to see Connor Bedard on the ice as many times as humanly possible so we continue to talk about this because yeah. this is awesome. Because, I mean, there's no way that this is the first time a mom got banged on a mom strip for in the NHL. And it's, like, are we just saying, and it's like, certainly not the first time that Corey Perry has banged someone's mom. That on is absolute, dude, there, yeah, yes, okay. So I'm glad we're in agreement that like, what, if it's true, if that's actually why he got kicked off and only a few people will ever know, but come on guy, come on. That's like something that he gets to brag about in the locker room. You give him a better locker if he does it, you know what I'm saying? Like, anyway, let's move on. But let's also why, on. I feel like he, if he did do it, he should not be denying it. Like own up to it. Like, well, again, you, you, you said like, why he's got the wife and kids, dude. I mean, you know, so like true. there's the reasons of why it's not like he's some single guy. That's just like, no, man, I banged his mom. You know, like he's still trying to protect his his rep and stuff, you know. But if he gets to hey, 100 yeah. percent, he gets divorced. He's going to. Yeah, he's going to be like, yeah, I banged her, dude. <laughs> yeah. And if this is ha it, if this was any other team, this would be like just nothing. But it's a yeah. team that covers up everything. So now, Absolutely. All, that all, of a sudden, like all of a sudden they're covering they're they're like, well, we gotta cover our tracks for something that's not illegal, you know, like it would be weird if it came out, but like as much as I'd love to blame the Blackhawks for everything, 
if you if it comes out later on, like there was an internal rift between Corey Perry and Connor Bedard because Perry banged his mom, I wouldn't be like, what the hell were the Blackhawks doing when 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 Corey was out getting his penis wet? Dude, this is bull crap. They should have been protecting Connor's reputation. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a silly notion. Like, she's a grown woman. If they ran into each other on a beach at like a private resort and we nobody ever knew about it, we wouldn't be talking about it. So like it's it's poor little guy got his feelings hurt and now we got to have a whole thing we got to kick this guy off the team i mean if i'm the blackhawks i'm absolutely and Connor bedard goes it's either me or him i mean Corey perry like i'll pay his salary i'll pay for his agent i'll pay for lawyers whatever dude yeah you're, you're i gone. feel like with professional i feel like with professional sports it should work like the government to an extent where there's like a freedom of information act there shouldn't be allowed to withhold information from the right. fans it's right. It's we should be know. able to know. Need to know. We should be able to know exactly. If he banged. His I want mom, a timeline, you know? dude. I want. What website would they put it on? What? That's gross. It's disgusting. But which one? <laughs> which one specifically? <laughs> uh, we got uh, a lot of traction right, out of that, dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, Patrick Kane to the Red Wings. Uh, you know, not not as much traction out of this one. He is. Um, yeah, I like it. You know, I like I, the move I mean, for I'm, the Red Wings. I'm sure. I'm sure, I'm sure he'll. Oh yeah, I'm sure he'll bang some moms too in Detroit. Yeah, but he knows how to keep it quiet. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. He knows how not to talk. He's about he's already banged Bedard's mom. That's why he hadn't signed anywhere yet. Like yeah. he's just been. He's been. That, he's been, he did that right before he left. Right. He was like, all right, I'm gonna get one last one in, bro. I'm out. I'm out to Detroit. Yeah, he did that on draft night. Hey, Chicago's not that far from Detroit, so he'd probably swing by. He probably, oh, yeah. There's no way Patrick Kane doesn't still have a home in Chicago, dude. So Bedard's mom just hanging out there waiting for him to show back up. Yeah. Uh, the Preds are on a league-high six-game win streak. Uh, they can't even uh, tank well. Uh, so they have just absolutely been tearing it up. Uh, they are now above 500. I mean, they went from four and ten to eleven and ten, just absolutely insane. Uh, they are middle of the pack at twenty-two points. I mean, this is a team that last time we recorded was like third or fourth from the bottom of the league. Yeah, it was a very close race. We weren't they weren't awful, but I mean, they've gone on that little that little heater for sure, dude. And it's it it's very frustrating because you needed this. Philip Forsberg two years ago because he is absolutely yeah. dominating right now. Ryan O'Reilly looks it looks to be exactly uh, what we thought he could be for this team, you know. And Yossi is not. And Yossi's been a little down to be honest, and that's that's good news for the club that your you know your captain and your best player and defenseman can be down and you can still still be doing well. I mean, I'm just, uh, it's it's exactly kind of what, you know, we had kind of two spectrums when we talked about the Preds preseason, Bob. We talked about it could be absolutely awful or they could be, they, these moves could absolutely work out. And yeah, they're not the better player, but hockey's not always about having the better player if you have a better hockey teammate. Um, and so they're definitely on the, on I would say even the higher end of where we thought they could be currently. Now, hockey is a long season and a cyclical sport. So you'll, you'll like to see, you know, you're not going to continue to see 
five game win streaks, but, uh, but winning three out of two, you know, or three out of five, uh, for the foreseeable future. I mean, this is a playoff team. There's no question about that in my mind. Uh, not a playoff team that goes deep, but, uh, Preds know how to win regular season. Playoffs? (laughs) Preds know how to win regular season games. So it's, uh, it's it's hard to get away from a not not necessarily like a big time winning culture, but an over five hundred culture and an over five hundred team tends to stay that way because teams you know yeah. those guys find a way to win. The organization supports them. Uh, I think it's a it's a good thing. You know, new coach, new you know new GM. Uh, I don't think tanking is as high of a priority as getting the fans on board with these two individuals. Uh, yeah. Nashville is not an old school hockey town that's going to be able to accept. Well, they're making moves that makes us better two to three years in the future. They're not making some sort of semblance of moves and hey, this team can be good in the future. Uh, they they look at it more like football or like basketball, where teams are always you know one or two years, couple pieces away. Whereas hockey is not like that. We've seen Detroit go on a real five, six year rebuild and have to have that because of the nature of how prospects work. In hockey. So, uh, 100%. we'll have to see, man. I mean, it's, it's not, it's not the worst thing for your team to be doing good, uh, because it's frustrating when they're losing, but it's frustrating when you want them to lose and they're not as well. So, yeah. yeah. But all right, let's move into outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. The conference championships are here, and there is one start on Friday that I am excited. This might be the best conference championship game out there, and that is number five Oregon taking on number three Washington. I'm excited to watch this. Uh, going through, we're going to go through this list real quick. Conference okay. USA, New Mexico State versus number twenty-four Liberty. Uh, Pac-12, Oregon, Washington. Big Twelve, Oklahoma State versus number seven Texas. Uh, the MAC, Miami of Ohio versus Toledo. Um, one thing I will say is, you know, everyone says Miami of Ohio because that's like, you know, you want it's not Miami. Well, I I heard a bunch over the week of this of the weekend. It's like people kept saying Miami of Florida. You don't have to add the of no. Florida. No. <laughs> like, yeah. It's yeah. for you. <laughs> it's like, one of those things like it was the original. Like, yeah. if you're in Texas and you say UT, you don't have to say UT Austin because they're not going to yeah. think you're thinking, you're talking about UT Knoxville. If you're in Knoxville yeah. and you well, say UT, you don't have to specify that you're not talking about the Longhorns. See, I, I naturally, maybe it's just because we, we have a sports podcast. I naturally always just say UTK. If I'm talking about the university, yeah, sure, and but you're also not, but you also grew up around football that's not here. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're in Tennessee, I wouldn't think to say UTK because if I say UT to anybody within a stone's throw, they're gonna think I'm talking about Tennessee. I would feel the need to specify that I was talking about Uh, Texas. To be, yeah, I guess to be fair, I don't say UT at all. I say UTK or I say Texas. But UTK, uh, UTK is also acceptable. I mean, that's just more of a. UT yeah. Knoxville because there's other UTs and you know UTK uh, so I accept it it's not a not a hate yeah. you're right though yeah. Miami of Ohio is necessary because Miami 
I mean, it's even if, in their official name. Yeah, <laughs> Miami President Ohio. You. If you're if you're the you, you don't have to specify. If you say Miami, I'm immediately gonna think about you know convicts versus yeah. Catholics. Okay, like you don't have to worry about yeah. me, bro. <laughs> even if you live in Miami, Ohio, when people say Miami, your your first thought is Miami, Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It depending on the context of the the discussion. If you're talking like college football. You're talking Miami of Miami, Florida, for sure. Uh, 100% agree. Not necessary. A yeah. silly thing for anybody. Yeah. Uh, so the Mountain West Championship, Boise State versus UNLV. The SEC Championship, number one, Georgia versus number eight, Alabama. Uh, AAC, SMU versus number two, 22, Tulane. Uh, the Sun Belt, uh, Appalachian State versus Troy. The Big Ten, number two, Michigan versus number 16, Iowa. And rounded it off. With the ACC, number 14, Louisville versus number four, Florida State. Um, some decent matchups. Again, I think the only one that I'm excited to watch is that Oregon-Washington game. Yeah, the Oklahoma State-Texas game should be a good football game as well. Uh, yeah, Georgia-Alabama but... will be a good football game. We got a bunch of good – I get what you're saying of like, hey, I'm actually excited to watch this. It's going to be – it's more. It's going to be more like high flying and like. Uh, yeah. I love West uh, Coast event. football as well. So and it's a well that and it's a rematch. We get a chance. Oregon gets a chance to to come back and go to the national champion. You know, go to the playoff right here. They win, they're in. My, you know, there's no question to me. You yeah. lost by three points to Washington on a last second play the first time. You came back. You got them. Uh, the second time, they're easy money. They move. They move in. Uh. Iowa, Michigan, not interested. Hey, we had a great, great weekend of college football. I, I called that, yeah. uh, called the Michigan thing. You were closer on score than I was. You definitely had it right that it was going to be a higher scoring affair. Uh, but I think we both had pretty much a, hey, it was anybody's ball game, and it was a, a very good football game. Um, yeah, Auburn does what Auburn does uh, during an Iron Bowl, gives them a game. Uh, I, I did want to say – you know, because hey, we did, I expected nothing. You heard my thought process last week before going into this game. I want to say that not a single player on Auburn's football team should hang their head after that football game. But there's a grown no. man that went home that night and with his millions of dollars and wiped his tears. Hugh Freeze should be absolutely embarrassed by that coaching performance. It's the one of the worst. You know, three and four of the worst decisions right in a row to lose a football game. I've never seen so many. That guy that fumbled the the punt return right before, uh, you know, they got the ball back. First time, first play in the game. Bobby, you're a football coach. You got to send a guy to touch the ball the first time. There's a minute and twenty seconds left on the clock. Just punt block or just nobody back there, right? You take the football on the two, on the yeah. ten, wherever. You, you, yeah, you, you, wherever. you Peter that shit and don't you don't it touch is, it. It is absolutely, hey, go go take, you know, go get your glory, guy. I, th that kid is not at fault there. It's the biggest game of his career. It's loud in there. And he he just muffed it. It's just, it's just, it just happened. And then you still have an opportunity to redeem yourself. You go out and you play defense. And what have you done all game? That has that has worked. There's only been one thing that you've been able to stop this team with, and it's pressuring the quarterback, getting Milrow out of the pocket, not being able to throw. You're 40 
you know, 25 yards. Yeah. He's been catching you every once in a while at a 10, 11 yard run and, and beating you that way. But guess what? We have no seconds left and, you know, barely any time left. And, and you play prevent defense, Bobby, prevent defense. Again, you're a football coach. What does prevent defense do for you? Uh, stop a touchdown. Well, prevent, no, it prevents, goal. it prevents you from winning is what it does. Like you oh, were okay, winning, yeah. <laughs> you were winning the football game because you were doing something right. So as soon yeah. as you switch that up and say, okay, I'm not going to play my game. and I'm going to let you come back and score. You're going to lose the football game there. I knew as soon, I knew as soon as we rushed two people who still got us uh, an okay amount of pressure that we were that we were done. They were fixing the score and we were walking away. I would have appreciated getting beat 49 to 14 more than I did that or just losing just because we lost, but not to lose off, off coach decisions that it's like he was coaching football in 2003, Bobby, when like computers weren't legit and like we didn't have like analytics and stuff like it was. Just, it's just the most piss poor performance uh, I watched after he after that loss to New Mexico State. Uh, pay him. Just pay him whatever we owe him on a buyout, and go start again, dude. I, I'm I'm sick of it. I hate this. I knew it. If I know at home not to play prevent defense, then why don't you? You know, I mean, everybody in the country was saying, "Why is he doing this?" But except for you, and so I don't know. Okay, but great weekend of so, college football. Great weekend of college football coming up. Yeah. So I have a question for you. So let's say after next week we come back, Michigan, Washington, Florida State have won. Alabama wins. Do you believe? No, uh, Alabama's that, out. So that means Oregon is lost. Okay, so then you think unless they unless they them, absolutely walk out there to Georgia and beat them fifty six to seventeen or something ridiculous, Bama's out. Another spot. Bama's out. Bama should be out. No, no, and I hear you. Who then takes that spot? Because I, I I agree, Bama shouldn't be in <clears throat> Ohio State. So that means that okay. So the one loss Ohio Gosh. State. So obviously Oregon the one goes loss out. Ohio State to the number one team in the country by not a lot. That's not that's now, easy money now. To, even or even Washington, if, depending even on Texas, how the Oregon. If Texas wins, it, the the situation Texas was if Michigan, Washington, Florida State all win, and Texas wins as well, but Georgia loses. Michigan, you think Michigan Texas goes in. Washington and Florida State, all, all three of those are in. Yeah, Texas wins, they go in, especially if Bama beats Georgia, because then there's no way. Okay. Uh, and I think there's the offshoot, depending on who wins, who doesn't, that, you know, I mean, it's Bama. So maybe they slide in. But I, I think more, uh, more likely what happens if Bama wins, and especially in a game that could have gone either way, Bama and Georgia miss. And then Texas slides in or and I would say, I would argue, depending on, again, the game and how it goes. If Texas wins, then Bama is out. But if Texas loses, I think that Bama probably in after beating Georgia. Um, it's hard to hold the Iron Bowl against them. But again, I think it also depends on what happens in those games where Oregon would be out for sure. But Ohio State, where what happens in those games? Ohio State could could shuffle in potentially, uh, but Texas, uh, Texas will absolutely Texas this, Bobby. I don't know why we're discussing yeah. it. We're wasting <laughs> breath. They're gonna lose. 
for sure. And then guess what, Bobby? Bam Bam is going to win the Natty this year because that is that is what this world is. Okay, and if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, then I'll be happy. But it will happen. It will absolutely yeah. happen. They're going to find a way in. Um, so one thing I do want to talk about is there's a good chance that one of our teams will be playing here in Nashville for the Music City Bowl. Uh, so I've got the bowl projections. We, we will find okay. out officially Sunday. Okay. Uh, but there are six possible matchups that will be played at the Music City Bowl. Okay. That is Auburn versus Northwest. Okay. Northwestern. Okay. Auburn versus Wisconsin. Okay. Texas A&M versus Wisconsin. Kentucky okay. versus Maryland. Tennessee versus Maryland. And Texas A&M versus Wisconsin. So there's a decent chance that, you know, now in a perfect world, Auburn versus Maryland, Auburn, you and I Maryland. both go, we, you, we, we go, go sure. we can support our teams. But either way, I think, you know, there's a good chance we'll be seeing one of our teams here in Nashville. Uh, either if it's if Maryland's in it, I'm definitely going. I'm assuming if Auburn's in it, you're definitely going. Uh, I'll go. I'll, uh, and, and depending on the timing and when it happens and all that stuff, I'll go with you to Mar- any Maryland match. I like the Music City Bowl. It's fun. I've seen Auburn, Wisconsin. Yeah. I've seen Auburn, Purdue. Uh, Auburn has played Northwestern there before. I don't think I don't think I went to that game. Um, but what is the date of the Music City Bowl? I don't think they they put out the thing on. Twitter. Let me see if I can find out the actual. Usually, it's on. It, I think it's usually a New Year's Day game. It somewhere um, around usually there, December thirtieth. December thirtieth. Okay, it, so the day before December thirtieth. Uh, yeah, I I will be off. Uh, that is a Friday. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, twenty twenty four. Let me see if they have an official date on the Wikipedia yet. Don't uh, don't they don't have an official. Don't be bobbying it or anything, and just like going and getting tickets because I'm I quite frequently offered tickets. And no, yeah, cheap I wouldn't tickets do that. from yeah. this. Uh, but we'll get something closer to, uh, but I mean, I will tell you this, if neither of our teams go, I'm not as interested in going. Oh, now, we may yes, still want to make, with you on that. we still want to make, we may still want to make a, you know, a day or do something. That's totally fine too. But our, you know, my interest does decline a bit. I would have to say. Yeah. Yeah. But all right, let's move on. Cause, uh, Deshaun Jackson retires from the NFL uh had a decent career 184 games played eight of them with the eagles uh he did six and then i believe three with washington and two back with the eagles before being a journeyman uh 641 receptions 11,000 yards and 58 touchdowns a decent career not a hall of fame career but you know a very respectable career um the funny thing is bob the uh, well my my first thought is 184 games played with a possibility of like 12,000 games so like i think it's impressive (laughs) his stat level of what he got what he was able to get uh there was for a time there there wasn't a scarier player to walk on the field yeah for opponents uh i remember uh, i I remember deshaun jackson has probably got more special teams coaches fired than anybody else uh that that run on the last play of the game on that punt return uh amazing and uh, even even in times when you're like, oh, Deshaun Jackson has lost it, dude. He'd just come out and he'd catch like three passes for like 200 yards and three touchdowns, and those were the only three plays that he was in the game or whatever. He, it was a fun guy to watch. Uh, looking back, I don't. I would need to like see his stats compared against others. I don't think he's a. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, in in my mind, but I don't know that. I I would need to see. 58 touchdowns is a lot of touchdowns. So 
Uh, and, and again, his special teams work. He could get in as a special teams player, and I wouldn't be surprised. So it's it's felt like he's been retired for a few years, but you would see ha- uh, half of a quarter flashes from him here and there. But uh, definitely in the, the end of an era. I mean, I remember when he was the man in some fantasy football. So it's always it's always funny to see how old we're getting, Bobby. Yeah. And uh, he's probably see, younger he than about, us is the problem. Yeah. He missed 23 23- <laughs> Yeah, he he spent twenty three percent of the games in his career in uh injured. Yes, so I was a little high, but not, but like not really that much joking. And like a lot of those eighty four games he played, he was like limited or played like limited amount of snaps. I would guess as well. So yeah, I mean, in 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 the twenty nineteen season, he only had three game. He only played three games. Uh, and, and I mean, he only got ten targets that entire. When was season. he drafted? Uh, uh, let me guess. Twenty fourteen. Uh, tw- uh, 2008. 2000. See, that's what I'm saying. I mean, he's just been a he's just been there for for a minute, man. He might. I mean, yeah. 58 touchdowns. Saying it out loud, that's a lot of touchdowns. Uh, that may be maybe a little higher than I expect. But hey, we're losing. Uh, we're losing the original Tyreek Hill. I would say that that's the most apt comparison. Uh, the the watered down version, the first edition, the big brother one, and then they took see, that mold and they approved yeah. it on it. Yeah, I would I, I could see that. Uh all right, moving on. Uh Bobby Petrino back at Arkansas as the offensive coordinator. He's back, baby. Get your Harleys ready. All the all them grad <laughs> assistant girls, they better be looking <laughs> out, brother. Ah, oh, Bobby Petrino's back, dude. Can you like Think about it now, Bobby. If you found out that your coach, the what what your coach did, the only thing he did in this day and age was drive a motorcycle too fast with like a 26-year-old consenting adult grad assistant and getting a little wreck. <laughs> like he got fired over. I mean, I know there was like other things like appropriate, you know, money appropriations, but I mean, today in today's world, that's a you, that, you let that one slide off of you. That's probably not even in any NCAA sanctions right there, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, dude got done dirty. I've always loved Bobby Petrino. Love to see him back at Arkansas. I think I did read that he got a country club membership as a part of his contract. So that's sick. Uh, honestly, I when I told you, if we're gonna hire an old school coach. Why are we hiring Hugh Freeze when Bobby Petrino is willing to roll up in in the West Coast chopper style Harley, man? You know, just coming up big handlebars, just, you know, I'm here. I'm here. You know, I'm here to win football games and bang grad assistants. And that's all I'm here to do, baby. You know, and then we, you know, I don't know. So I will say just so that we have full context. He didn't just get in a motorcycle accident with a consenting 25-year-old. He got in a motorcycle accident. That, that is true. That's true. But he also uh, was married and gave her and gave, that gave her $20,000 out, out of the football. That's what I'm saying. Uh, the appropriation uh, stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. God and, forbid. And lied about it to the police. And God, lied about it to the police and to the university. God And then forbid. the university. Yeah. <laughs> People have. That, that's what I'm saying. I mean, he deserved to be fired when it happened then. I'm not disagreeing, yeah. but what I'm saying is if that happened now, 
You're shaking your coach's hand, dude. And I'm glad that he didn't go to like a picnic with the kid or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you, yeah, well, that's, that's bad of you. You're not a really great human, but you haven't put our football program in jeopardy for years to come because you saw the same movie as a recruit at, you know, on the same theater or whatever, you know, like silly stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm not defending his actions. He should have been fired. But I mean, twenty thousand dollars, Bobby. I will. I would bet you money. I would bet you. I would bet you the twenty thousand that he gave away that that endowment fund for athletics is over a billion dollars, dude. It's probably yes. well, or it's 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 well above that. That twenty thousand dollars was like was like booster chump change that he like was betting another booster that he should get. You know what I'm saying? Like they could have very easily just given the money to Bobby Petrino to give to the chick. And th- and they would have if Bobby would have asked. But uh but no, it is very very funny to see this man back at Arkansas. Uh I am very interested to see what happens. I very much think that Sam Houston gets fired at some point and you know what I'm saying? It's Roy Williams dancing back into the <laughs> guess who's back, baby. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's take it to our backyard for a bit. MTSU football will be searching for a new head coach for the first time in 18 years. Rick Stock still out as the head coach of the Blue Raiders. His contract was uh, was bought out for $5 million. Uh, he was under contract until the 2029 season. So that is an era of MTSU football that is over. It is, man. I mean, I didn't even know that they had another. I thought he was born when MTSU football started, dude, and he was just coaching. <laughs> he was like a wee little lad out there. and <laughs> Yeah, man, it'll be uh, – from what I've seen, the AD has come out and said that the hire – you know, the new hire will have to be uh, – have a have a big personality and be, you know, dyna- a dynamic up-and-coming football coach, and I think that's exactly so – Urban Meyer. I think that's <laughs> I think that's the exactly the direction you need to go. Not the Urban Meyer thing, but the young, dynamic, big personality. <laughs> uh because because that's what that's what a school like this needs, man. You can get recruits into I mean it's a big school. It's in the mid state. You're ha- you know, half an hour from Nashville. There's so much MTSU could have going for it as a recruiting school for for the guy that misses out on Tennessee or the guy that misses out on that big university. And with the transfer portal coming in, it's almost like you sell that, right, Bob? You sell that as a yeah. benefit. Like, look, man, you didn't get into Tennessee. You didn't get into Texas. You can come in and you can absolutely dominate some, uh, some American conference guys for a year or two and then transfer portal out. I mean, it's not what you want. Maybe they like the school, but it's a selling point that you can start selling. We're in the, we're, we're in the CUSA, I think. Uh, we used. To, I thought we were in the American Conference. Oh, did we? Oh, did we change now? And we might be in Conference USA. I mean, we always be switching, but I think we are. We uh, yeah, we're in Conference it. USA. Okay. Yeah. Did we move back to Conference? Because I feel like we moved back to Conference USA. Maybe I don't know. Okay, well, I'm looking back. at it. I don't know about our past, but yeah. Um. All right. So main topic of the day: we are talking Thanksgiving food, particularly the best surprise surprise dish you loved i do want to say we're just now i'm sorry we just now are back in the conference usa because i because i think that the american conference or whatever like shut down you know it's one of those casualties of conference realignment yeah hey guys we're back sorry we spoke all that shit on our way out the door (laughs) 
What do you got? Oh, uh, anyway, now we were at Conference USA. Oh, I'm mis I'm misreading it, so. But anyway, it's all good. Oh, we'll get we'll get we'll get conference realignment <laughs> dealt with at some point. <laughs> yeah. Uh so best surprise dish you love this Thanksgiving. Uh it's your topic. Why don't you start us off? Yeah, man. You know how um, I always talk smack about turkey on Thanksgiving and how it's garbage and how why do we do it? I actually had three separate unpromptedly good turkeys. Uh that I was just like, wow, oh. this is super good. My uncle, uh, one of my uncles took it and, and actually cut it down the middle and opened it up, which allowed the whole thing to cook instead of just trying to cook oh, an wow. entire turkey. Dude, it looks like it was like yeah. Home and Garden magazine. Like they were about to show up. Like it was like the brown. Like I was like, did the guys that do commercials come in here and like spray like, you know, like asbestos on it or whatever, you know, however they make all those things look good. <laughs> it would look, it was good, dude. It was more. My biggest problem, Bob, it's always dry. And so it wasn't dry. And then I had a really good smoked oh. turkey as well. So not hating on the turkey this year. Very surprised that I uh, loved the turkey. Uh, what about you? Yeah. You you said you had a perfect one for this. One. Yeah. So this was at like the third, you know, when you got big families, you got to do the rounds. And we were at my third Thanksgiving. I was like, oh, I'm just stuffed still. So I'm just going to, but there was just gonna be delicious looking vegetables. I'm not a big vegetable guy. These vegetables, there was like some beets, some like carrots, yeah, like sure, some Brussels sure, sprouts, sure. some good looking. So I put them on my plate. I take a bite, and my God, I feel like I just bit into the best sweet potatoes of my life. I'm like, this yeah. is sweet. It's amazing. Yeah. They were Japanese sweet potatoes, which are look Ooh, exactly like beets. Okay, they okay. taste this. They're sweeter than regular. I mean, yams, the Japanese know how to like do beets. stuff, bro. The Japanese know what's up, but so they know how to do stuff. So they're like, they're, they're purple sweet potatoes that I, so you're biting in expecting a bee and like, you know, a healthy meal and you get yourself a nice sweet potato. And you're like, Oh, I'm here for this. All right. I, I devoured that. It I'm, was I'm in, good. I'm in for that. Sweet potatoes always hit, bro. They always hit me. I love all version sweet potato fries, everything. Sweet potatoes, yeah. money. I love that choice, bro. Uh, we are super got a lot of time. Why don't you just run through hit our games of the week and then I'll let you run through all yours and then I'll run through all mine. Does yeah. That sound good to so, you. Oh uh, yeah. Let, yeah. Let, yeah. Let's, uh, let's head right to games of the week then. Games of the week. Bobby and Brandon do the work. So you don't have to the best from around the NHL and what to watch. All right. So last week was not a great week for uh, nope. either of us. Uh, I'm sitting at 11 and four. Uh, we both lost money because we didn't win any of our bets. So I'm sitting at $12 and 54 cents, I believe of $15 bet. Um, and you're in Bonison at four and 11 with $5 and 16 cents. If we were playing baseball, bet. Bobby, if we were playing baseball, I'd be doing great, dude. That's 33% of my money right there. dude. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be, I'd be a hall of famer. If we're you'd, playing be baseball. Free, you'd be freaking our <laughs> pools over here, bro. Yeah, I'd be I'd be getting tested. Exactly. Uh, oh, no doubt. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but all right. So I'll go through mine real quick. I have got on Friday, the the December first, entering in uh the season. Actually, wait. Is this Friday? Is that Thursday? Yes, tomorrow's Friday. Nope. So yeah, I forgot we're. I'm, I'm, we I know recording we've been, a little yeah, late. A little late. Yeah. Uh, sharks at the Devils. I've got the Devils. I'm gonna take the Devils puck line. Okay. Uh, and and then I uh, put then the I've puck line the on Ranger. the end, if you don't mind, sir. So yeah, keep 
very much. Okay, love it. And then I've got, after that, I have got the, let me bold that. Uh, I got the Rangers at the Preds. Ooh, this one, I know the Preds are on a heater. And I know I should be playing the hot hand, but I'm going to, I'm betting with my brain. I'm going with the Rangers and I'm going to go puck line again. Okay. Uh, yeah. Then I've got the abs at the Kings. I'm going to take the abs and fuck it. Let's do puck line again. Right. All puck, lines. puck line. I think I agree with everything. I think I would have gone Kings money line, uh, but otherwise I'm with you. Uh, I've got to I've got to build a little cushion for myself. So I'm going to go uh, for game one. I got Senators Blue Jackets, the only other game of that day. Uh, I'm going to take Senators uh, at 6 p.m. on Friday. I'm going to go with Senators money line. Uh, just keep it keep it classy. That's where the game's at Columbus. So I'm not going to get fancy with it going with the away team here. Uh, next game, I have the Habs playing the Red Wings uh, in Detroit on Saturday at 6 p.m. Uh, just realizing the the uh, no, I'm misrealizing something because I realized something that was wrong. So uh, I got the Red Wings, uh, two teams that are pretty evenly matched. Uh, Red Wings a little bit above 500. I think the Habs are sitting right at 500 as we as we record. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Red Wings. Uh, Patrick Kane coming in. I don't know that he'll be ready and in here, in here this week, uh, but I'm sure that the buzz probably is is helpful. I got the Rangers as well, playing on a back-to-back. You have them beating the Preds, and then I have them going and beating the Sharks. I'm going straight money line, Bob. I got to get my mojo back. Uh, so I'm just going to try to just try to weather this storm and uh, yeah. make a little comeback. All right. Hey, good looks on that. Let's head into Joke of the Week. The weird. Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. Oh. Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. Little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. The NFL has stolen the livelihood of a young 21-year-old. Uh, let's see. Uh, what's this? I don't, I'm not finding his first name. Uh, something Fitzgibbons. Uh, anyway, uh, Kevin Fitzgibbons, a photographer for the NFL has been, well, he's been fired, but there he's suspended and possibly for good, uh, from the Miami game in which Tyreek Hill, uh, took his phone or, or, you know, grabbed his phone from him, uh, did a backflip while recording and gave it back to him. Uh, the NFL said that he should not have allowed Tyreek Hill to use his phone as a prop. Shouldn't and have used his phone. Been using his phone. I'm I'm in agreement uh, with this. Yeah. So well, so he his phone is how he takes uh, photographs. And and listen, it's more about the fact that. Well, it was video. Fine, Hill. It was video, and right as he scored, and he wasn't taking photos. Is all I'm saying. That's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The video well, was the already going. Well. well, but. So you're telling me that the cameraman, NFL cameraman, videographer films on an iPhone, Bobby? Is that what you're telling he's me? There, he's there. He's he's the guy who who immediately puts stuff on Twitter and stuff. Like he takes video. He's like their social media. So guy. he's yeah, like so the NFL. He, yeah. So he 
gave away his job to somebody that wasn't sure. in the workforce. Every everybody does it. You can't just give if somebody came into your place uh, of work and said, "Hey, let me see them grades, dude." You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> I mean, if Tyreek Hill came in after scoring a touchdown and said, and then, let me see them grades, I and mean, then I'm you accept, and then but then but then what you have to do at that point is said, I made a choice in life and I chose to be a part of this cool thing, knowing that it would get me fired. That's all I'm saying. You know how much an NFL cameraman makes, Bobby? Uh, no clue. Ninety three thousand dollars a year. Well, I'm guessing Tyreek yeah. Hill ain't gonna give me ninety three thousand dollars a year. So Tyreek Hill tries to grab my phone. I'm fighting so, him, dude. I'm straight up fighting him, bro. Well, so here, so there, there is there is some background on this. Uh, they are friends. They go way back. That's, he used to video. Uh, use, so it's so, a conflict so, of interest. Uh, he, <laughs> so, I mean, yes, well, well, what more than likely Tyreek Hill has given this kid money because Tyreek Hill has is good friends with them. Uh, they asked for comment. Tyreek Hill said that the NFL said he's not allowed to comment on it. Uh, but more than likely, but uh, but I think he said in passing like like the kid the kid will be fine. And like a look at the camera, sure. so he's giving this kid. I'm some sure money he'll be fine. I'm, yeah. I'm sure he'll be fine. But like, Tyreek Hill's not going to give him ninety three thousand dollars a year for life. I would imagine there's not an age time frame of when he'll like age out of this. So like, what Tyreek Hill has to, what he has to now do is take his working years times ninety three thousand dollars a year and hope that Tyreek right, so Hill I, gives him more money well, than that. That's crazy. That's crazy I to am, me. So I I'm I I'm reading some more stuff about it now on a, on a different site. It was not his work phone. It was his personal phone. He did that it on he purpose. Reached out of it was his, obvious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, so yeah, he's not he didn't get it stolen from him, but it was not the work phone. It was his personal phone that he handed to Tyreek Hill. So it's not as bad as like, oh he used No the it's NFL, even no I'll uh, tell you this, phone. Bobby. I'll tell you this it's worse. Because it was ga- it was planned by him and his friend for him to during his working out. It would have it, it, honestly. I, I was thinking about it. You're the social media guy, and you're taking video 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 for the NFL. And Tyreek Hill takes the phone. It, that's actually better to me than he reached in, pulled his personal phone out for what was obviously a plan. Because the phone videoed Tyreek doing the route and scoring, so he had his personal phone out videoing when he's supposed to be out there doing. I don't, you know, no. like, so no, what he was videoing on the NFL camp on the NFL phone. All right. Then as when Tyreek Hill came up, he reached in still holding the phone video because, and then gave it to him and Tyreek did the little backflip thing. So he still got it all in the work thing. Now, my no, thing no, he gave, no, the the, the, no, the same video is the video is of him scoring and the video that's being taken is what Tyreek takes from him. Because we get the full, he scores the touchdown, he turns it around and does his backflip with the video going. Huh, okay, then then this article is mistaken then. When was that article? I mean, maybe not, and, and hey, I could very easily be mistaken, but I saw it happen live on Red Zone. So, like, I, so I could have very easily just misconstrued what happened, but that man didn't pull out a phone quickly, get it on a video, to hand it to Tyreek, on just a, oh man, I should do this. That'd be cool. No, that didn't happen. That was a game plan. Tyreek can plan touchdowns just like Chad Johnson can plan touchdown celebrations because they do it often enough to where there wasn't just a cell. Bobby, I don't know if I'm telling you this. There wasn't just a cell phone in that was hidden in the goalpost. Chad Johnson put it <laughs> no, there. No, I think that's the, that's the goalpost phone. <laughs> yeah, Chad Johnson put it there. Yeah. <laughs> It would have been awesome if it was one of those old school phones. 
Yeah. That, you know, like they had to pick up and down. You know, Joe Montana, uh, for most of his career, you know, the old sideline phones were just phones that like were like internal, like a yeah. like a hotel phone. But like everywhere else, you press nine to dial out. So like a lot of times, if you saw Joe Montana on the phone and you weren't really sure why and nobody else was talking, he was calling his wife to see if the, if they, he could call the outside line. <laughs> ah, it's hilarious. Oh, okay. So, yeah. All right. So yes, it was the NFL phone. Yes, it was the NFL phone. You're right on that. Absolutely. There's he, he signed a absolutely thought, signed he, a contract. He, he, he thought he had permission. Neutral. He asked. He did. He asked his manager if he could. He the manager uh, said yes, but it was they. He was only allowed to do it when the when Miami was at home for whatever reason. The agreement that him and his manager was that it could yeah. only be when Miami's at home for. But he didn't tell the kid that, and the kid said he thought it was just he could do it. No, so it sounds like there's this, this no. kid's dumb. But yeah, yeah, you. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't really feel bad because you make ninety three thousand dollars a year. Yeah. You need to understand what you can do and what you can't do. Not just randomly doing like I probably wouldn't have even agreed to it. Like, oh, sorry, Tyreek. You know, like I don't know. That's you know, I would need somebody yeah. bigger than me to make this decision. But like, it sounds like he just trusted Tyreek Hill saying, "Yeah, it's cool," because they were friends or whatever. So, yeah, what a uh, joke! What well, a joke! Yeah, we uh, on different sides of move that. In. Well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, let's move into what are you binging? I, uh, the wife and I, just finished Gen V, which is a spinoff of The Boys, and it was very good, very funny, very entertaining. And I am excited for season two of that, and I'm excited for season three of The Boys coming soon. I thought The Boys season three was already out. Maybe I'm crazy. It might be the. It might be the. Boys she might be season then. four. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think season three is out. Um, and I don't know if you've heard about this story, Bobby. Uh, you know, you got a lot yeah. of you got a lot of you got a lot of youngsters. Uh, so I'm sure you've probably heard at least caught wind. You heard about my girl Gail Lewis? No, I don't think so. Uh, you hadn't heard about Gail Lewis, tenure associate, Morris, Illinois, Walmart. Oh, eight four four. I, I started watching that video and I just couldn't. She just, she was cringy. I can't do cringe. She's absolutely so cringy. Immediately. Bobby. But nobody was, uh, that, the, nobody asked you to care about the specific, the original. Okay. But what has happened is the internet has been the internet. And so now, Gail Lewis memes are happening. Dude. You know what I'm saying? Like they're, they're hitting hard. Like, like there'll be a big hit, like a video of like a big, you know, football hit or whatever. And it'll be like, you know, prime Gail Lewis when you tried to steal on black Friday or whatever, like, you know, like, uh, like Walmart dropped a bag three days before black Friday missing Gail Lewis or like Thanksgiving fights, you know, with your family. When, when your uncle tries to tell you that Gail Lewis wasn't a top three Walmart employee, like of all time. Like, and it's just the meme. And so like, Oh, they've gotten progressively funnier of like people are making T-shirts and they're going to the Morris, they're going to the Morris, uh, Illinois, uh, Walmart. And like, they're talking to different people who don't know. They're not, these are just Walmart employees who are not on the internet. They didn't know Gail Lewis because Walmart's a big place and she worked on a specific shift or whatever. And so they're like talking to the people and they're like, you know, Gail Lewis. And he was like, no, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know her. And he was like, how are you treated here? And he was like, 
well, good, I guess. And he was like, hmm, what are you trying to cover up? Because that's also been a big thing is like, Gail, they lost Gail because they weren't treating her right. And then like, uh, you know, it's just so I've been, anytime I'm not doing anything else, I'm just like scrolling. And so now my algorithm is so messed up that I'm only I'm like getting tons of Gail Lewis videos, which are just becoming funnier. Uh when, you know, like the prime Gail Lewis has her own TikTok. And so like it's basically just talking about like trying to steal from Walmart when Prime Gail Lewis was there and it wasn't just wasn't happening, dude. You weren't stealing from Prime Gail Lewis. So I don't know. It's just been funny. Uh the funny the internet is undefeated, is all I'll say. Okay. Uh let's move in then to uh what's snapping your stick but the thanksgiving version bobby and brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks So Thanksgiving week is you know supposed to be thankful for stuff. So you know, I'm thankful for a lot of things. You know I bitch a lot, but I'm thankful for a lot of stuff. Thankful for my friends and family, but mostly I'm thankful, you know, for for having a new job. You know I love that. So but all of that has one common denominator, and I think it. And you know I'm involved in all that, so I think it's good sometimes for some self reflection. I am thankful for me just killing it oh. this past killing it dude i'm thankful that you're killing it as well bro i'm thankful that you think you're killing it which is usually half the battle you know what i'm saying i mean you're not yeah. killing it but like you thinking you killing it is <laughs> no i'm messing with you bro obviously as always when our thankful edition i'm always thankful that you know even through you killing it this year and through you know difficult uh, you know, coaching and having to have that new job and actually have to wake up for work at like a regular human hour. I know it's been tough on you, bro, but I'm thankful for you and you, uh, you know, editing this podcast and uh, us making sure that as much as we can, we're still here every week for for all of the all of the folks that, you know, spend their time with us. So I'm thankful for anybody that happens to, to listen to us and, and hear what we have to say. But truly, Bobby, of all those things, I'm more thankful for this. Uh, I had an uncle that had, you know, everybody has their their spiel. Everybody has one family member that has to go through the rigmarole of like reminding everybody that they got to be thankful and they got to be thankful for everything. Had an uncle go through the whole thing. When I started thinking about it, it's like, you know, sometimes it's harder to be thankful than, than you know, some people have it harder than others. And what immediately came to my mind is like I'm thankful that I'm not that one kid in Airbud. Not the kid that, you know, has the ha, has gets the Airbud and has the difficult home life and stuff. I'm talking about the real tragic figure in Airbud, Bob. And it was this kid that woke up every single day. He went to, you know, he went to school, he went to practice. He's just trying to make his parents proud. But then one day he goes into basketball practice and he's standing in line in the layup line behind a golden retriever. <laughs> and then the coach walks up to him and is like, Hey, you know, Billy or, or, or John or whatever. 
we're gonna have to we're gonna have we're, we're actually benching you this game and it's not like <laughs> it's not like you immediately go to like the sixth man the sixth man is a very crucial role so like you're arguably dropping at very least to the seventh man and if you're a very positionally dependent and you're like a shooting guard, bro. He was not coming back in the game as a shooting guard. But just imagine being yeah. told you're getting benched this game for a dog. He can't he can't dribble. He can't dribble the basketball. If we needed an inbound play, we can't count on him and you still are going to have to sit the bench. Yeah. I, I mean, he also had to be the one to pick up his shit. I mean, no, you go to the you go to the end of the bench, dude. You you figure out who was ever because there was the last guy on the bench that got rotated out of the rotation completely. I don't feel as bad for him. He was only catching two three minutes a game, but you got to imagine the guy that that more so, Bobby. Not even the playing sports. The, you know, Airbud's team they weren't winning any state championships or anything. But maybe he works hard and he gets a scholarship. But really, think about this, Bobby. Forget sitting on the bench. Forgetting that that dog was a baller. At least you can accept that. No, oh, yeah. But like, you know, your dad's not proud of you, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, he tries to pretend like, wow, Air Bud is really good. You got benched for him, dude. There was four other guys that didn't get benched for Air Bud. I, I mean, Air Bud has no height, dude. It's not like he—he's not a position player, dude. He was pure a pure shooter yeah. out there. I just feel bad for that kid. I think about him quite a bit. And then my other uncle said, no, that's not even who you should really feel bad for. That kid was, you know, peewee basketball doesn't matter. You should really feel bad for the guy that spent his whole life working and actually had a career and finally got called up to the majors just to get sent back down for a kid that broke his arm, dude. He's a small child. We had to have whole contract resolutions. And so somebody got sent to the minors when this kid got signed on the roster. Dude. They weren't just running one low. And it was a starter, too. Like, a starting pitcher in the MLB got sent down to pitch in the minors because a kid broke his arm. It's, it was amazing to me. So, I, honestly, that's worse than the Airbud kid. I am, I am, I want a spinoff where the five people the the kid that you just talked about who got benched in Airbud, Air the Bud football bench. player who got benched in Airbud Golden Receiver, okay. the soccer player that got benched in Airbud World Cup, and the ba- the baseball player that got benched in Airbud seventh inning, and the vo- and the volleyball player that got benched in Airbud spikes back to like go on a rampage looking to hunt you just, down. Just just like a just like a like a like a league of ordinary like an extraordinary gentleman type come together like yeah. expendables type type they yeah. find each other it's like we got like, kill this they're dog. talking like they're just like living a normal life they've had a hard life obviously but like they're just living life and then like they run into each other and like they both kind of mention yeah in passing like the worst moment of their lives and like they fuel their fires and they find out it's got to be the basketball kid is number one. And whichever one dealt with it last is the other one that meet first. And then the their mission. Kid. Okay. Volleyball kid. Their mission is to gather anybody who's ever been wronged by Airbud, Who's definitely dead by now. They're adults, but anybody that ever supported Airbud or had anything to do with getting him to wear, like getting him to practice. Like if you bought him snacks or whatever, dude, it's just a, free for all of anybody that's ever pet Airbud that cared about yeah. him that loved him dead i love it I and there's so much idea. content because air buddies was was one two three he had five airbud had five uh 
pups. They had five child. Also went on to play so sports. So they're five out children who go play So they're out and about. And so we got to imagine how when was when was the original Air Bud made, Bob? Uh, I believe 1999. 1999. Uh, so we're 97. We're 23 years from that. 25 yeah, years from that. That's three generations of dogs, dude. So if we had five kids that yeah. had five kids, there's 25. That's perfect amount yeah. for a movie hunt down. There's 25 yeah. grand pups of Airbud just out there with families, with friends. Those, those those kids probably didn't go into sports. They're just living a regular life. And you bust yeah. into their home not to steal anything, not to murder the family, no sexual assault. You're just there to murder the dog, dude. You're yeah. <laughs> just then, a team. Then... <laughs> After that, after Airbud's children are wiped out, we get John Wick Five Air Buddy. Air Buddy, dude. Wick. Where dude. Air, where there's a long lost runt of the litter that nobody dude. knew about that teams up yeah. with John Wick, who's very upset yeah. that all his brothers and sisters are dead. Guess what? In I the had, universe, John. The, wait, the dog. For, the dog from John Wick One was one of Airbud's kids. That was Boom, one of Airbud's kids. Dude, we have. <laughs> We're on it today, dude. We have like three, four movie ideas that if episode 182 ever gets listened to by people at Warner Brothers, we're going to see like a slew of like movies come out and we're going to be like, Bobby, that's 180. Yeah. That's 182, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we go to try to find it and it, like the government has like taken it off. It's the like internet. Off. It just doesn't exist anymore. Every single. Yeah. We're, we're, we're eight, nine hundred episodes in, dude. We have every single hour of every single thing that we it's not even we don't even have raw files of it or anything, bro. Like. That's going to yeah. be sick. <laughs> we're going to be like, we no, just look no, out. We, there's a black van outside of our house. No, we definitely came up with Revenge of Airbud, bro. That was totally us. <laughs> Prove but, it. All right, guys. Hey, uh, we went on a couple tangents, uh, but thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, we hope everyone has an amazing holiday season. We will see you all next week. And don't forget, December 28th, to join us at Mayday Brewery, where we will be hosting Bingo. Uh, for Brandon, I'm Bobby. This has been the Pucks Out Podcast. We'll see you all again next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.